0: Did you hear that heartfelt cry at the end there? I wish I could find someone who could tell me where to find lasting satisfaction. And our reading today is going to begin to answer that question. And it's from John chapter 6. Jesus had just miraculously fed thousands of people using... One small boy's picnic of five small loaves and two small fish. And then later on that evening, Jesus and the disciples crossed the Sea of Galilee. They crossed the lake to the other side. And the following morning, the crowds went looking for Jesus. And we're picking up the story at verse 25. When they found, that's when the crowd found Jesus on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. You are looking for me not because you saw miraculous signs, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for food that spoils But for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. On him, God the Father has placed his seal of approval. Then they asked him, What must we do to do the works God requires? Jesus answered, The work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. So they asked him, "'What miraculous sign, then, will you give "'that we might see it and believe you? "'What will you do? "'Our forefathers ate the manna in the desert. "'As it is written, "'He gave them bread from heaven to eat.' "'Jesus said to them, "'I tell you the truth. "'It is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, "'but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven.' For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, from now on give us this bread. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry. And he who believes in me will never be thirsty. Thanks be to God.
1: Okay, we're just getting sorted here, as you can see. Thank you, lads. Very good. Right. Let me pray for us as we think about that passage of Scripture we've just heard. Father, please would you help us to understand what your Word is saying to us this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, we start a new series this morning. Um, Let me just... uh, introduce this. I'll also introduce it by saying that if you would like to read what I am saying in a language of your choice, you can do that on the Microsoft Translator app. There's the code. You just need to put that code into the application. So a new series today. Over the course uh, of this year, really, we are going to be thinking about some extraordinary claims of Jesus. Eight extraordinary claims of Jesus. And they all begin with these words. That's why these words are at the front of church this morning. I am. And these words have been brilliantly made for us uh, by members of our church family. So thanks to uh, Will and to Kev and to David for doing these and and getting these ready for us this morning. All these words, uh, all all these things that Jesus said begin with the words, I am. And we're going to see that... These words are really important. And we're going to hear Jesus say some funny things like, I am the gate Hmm. and I am the true vine. But we start today with Jesus claiming to be the bread of life. Jesus said in that reading, I am the bread of life what did he mean when he said he was the bread of life well to help us begin to think about this i need a volunteer who would like to be a volunteer your hands up first great and you're right near the front so here we go can i have uh, uh, can i just get, uh, re- remove um the cloth from the front of this please um and <clears throat> thank you very much right I am going to send you away, okay? I'm going to send you away to a desert island for a week. There you go. You can, do you like that picture? Now, as you go on this desert island, you're going to be there for a week. So you need to pack some supplies, all right? Oh, hang on a minute. Why, when we do this kind of exercise, do we always think of an island like... This looks lovely, doesn't it? You know, sun, you know blue sky, sandy beaches... We could have a desert island like that, couldn't we? This is, this is where I want to send you, okay? So here's your rucksack. All right, now, you, I'm going to let you take three things with you on this journey. Okay, three things to this island, and you've got these, this lovely array of things to think about. Now, let me just remind let me just well, not remind you, let me tell you. Can you see the island? There's no houses on this island. There's no power. There's no phone signal. There's no Wi-Fi. There's no people. Just the island and you. So, what would you like to take with you to survive for a week? Now, you might want to ask for some help as well, but let me just show you what you've got. You could take a sleeping bag. Ooh, sleeping bag. You could take an Xbox controller. Thank you. You could take some water. You could take some swimming trunks. You could take a jacket. You could take a book. You could take some bread. You could take some sun cream. We've got a mobile phone, and we've got a £10 note. Now, can you remember what I said at the start? No one else is there. There's no shops. There's no houses. There's no accommodation. There's no power. There's nothing. Okay, so three things. Are you thinking in your mind what you'd like to take? Do you want to ask for advice as well? See what what the... No, you're just going to go for it. Okay, you choose three things, and let's see if we can pack them in the bag. What are we going to go for? We want to take the sleeping bag. We want to take the bread. Okay, so we've got the sleeping... Do you want to put it in there? See if you can shove that in there. It's not a brilliantly... Oh, go and give it a squash. Is it going to go in? Maybe we'll just have to put it onto the back of the sleeping bag. No, no, it's going, it's going. In it goes. Yes. Oh, give, it a, give it a punch. <laughs> there we go. What else do we want to take? We want to take some bread. Okay, so the bread. Excellent. In there goes the bread. Anything else? Are we going to go for the water? Oh, I thought you pointed to the booker. Oh, well, that's brilliant. Let's because let, there's a, a little pouch there. We can put that in there like so. Okay, so we have gone for sleeping bag, water, and bread. Would anybody have chosen anything different? Yes. Have you chosen the Xbox <laughs> control? Okay. It would have just been a lump of plastic, though, possibly on <laughs> on, on that on that island. You've chosen. Uh, what do we do? We think that's a good choice. Yes. Why do we think that's a good choice? Why did you wh- Why did you choose those things? Let me Let me just grab your mic. What have I done with a microphone? Here it is. Got...
0: Um, because you
1: need somewhere to sleep, you need some drink, and you need some food. Isn't that sensible? That's brilliant. Well well chosen. See, bread and um and water are absolutely vital for our survival. A week's a long time. So if you hadn't have taken the bread, how long do you think you could survive without bread? Without something to eat? How how long do we think we could survive before we'd fall over without anything you know if we hadn't any 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 estimates? A few weeks, a few weeks yeah, a few weeks. Only only, only only just a few weeks. Experts say more than a few weeks, and, and we're probably going to uh, keel over. What about without any water, though? How long would we survive without any water? Yeah it's about it's about that so if it's a few weeks without any food if we don't have water we're only going to last three two or three days uh, experts reckon experts reckon so being nourished and being fed with the right stuff is absolutely crucial can i can we just uh, remove some of this stuff off here that would be that would be really helpful thank you teamed because uh, we don't need that anymore can we, can we just move the yeah yeah just move the bag and the and the and the table that'll be great thank you. So as I say, being nourished and being uh, fed with the right stuff is so important, and actually the, it's the way our bodies have been created. Our bodies remind us of that need, don't they? So what what happens if we don't drink enough? What do our bodies what do our bodies say to us? You get thirsty, and if we don't eat enough, we get hungry. It's like there's a little warning light goes off, a little signal in our bellies. We get hungry. It's a bit like when we run out of fuel in our cars. The light comes on, and we have hunger, and we have thirst. And our bodies um, uh, give us a warning that we need to restock. But Jesus said in that reading that we heard from Annabelle that... Whoever comes to him will never go hungry. Never. And whoever believes in him will never go thirsty. Isn't that amazing? It's a weird claim to to make, though, isn't it? That we will never be hungry and thirsty again. Now, I want you to do a bit of an imagining exercise now. okay? I want you to imagine that you were in the crowd that day when Jesus fed those thousands of people. Can you just imagine what that would have been like? You've been sat there listening to this amazing teacher. But to be fair, he's gone on a bit. You know, the warning light in your belly has come on. Hmm, feeling, a little bit, feeling a little bit hungry. Problem is, there's no Tesco Extra just around the corner. There's no Hartford Deli just down the lane. No, no, no. <laughs> And what are you going to do? Well there's some little chap happens to have a few loaves, he happens to have a fish, and Jesus then makes it go round everybody from just this little basket of food and not just 5000, that's the men, probably including the women and children, 15000, 20, who knows, but thousands of people. And on top of all that, there were basketfuls left over. What a miracle. So the next day, as you hear Jesus say, "Come, come to me, and, and believe in me, and guess what? You'll never go hungry again." You must have thought, "Winner, we're onto something here. We don't need to. We, you know, he's going to just like God provided through Moses with that bread from heaven. We're never our, our physical hungers. We never, we're never gonna have to worry about it again. Just let's stick with Jesus. He'll keep topping up our dinner plates. Problem is. <laughs> That's not quite what Jesus meant, or indeed what he said. He hadn't come to simply satisfy people's physical hunger. That amazing miracle was a sign pointing to the fact that Jesus had come to teach us that he was here to satisfy a much deeper hunger within each one of us. A hunger that we try to satisfy in other ways. This was Thomas's issue earlier, wasn't it? As he was at the front here. He helps us think about where we often look to find lasting satisfaction. Where do we go to satisfy the deep hunger for life that is within each one of us? Where do we go? Well, I have got a plate here. That's not a plate, uh, that's a bin. But I've got a plate here that might just help us think about this. And, uh, on this plate, I'm gonna just put on the thing, you've got a nice knife and fork, those things that sort of, um, we might look for. So Thomas was helping, you know, was showing us, wasn't it? You know, sometimes we might think that money will help us, um, you know, satisfy those longings. Sometimes we think about, um, holidays. And, 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 and time off and, 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 and things like that. Sometimes we might think about, uh, entertainment. What we watch and how we entertain ourselves. We think that will give us some sort of lasting satisfaction. Or the clothes that we wear, as trendy as this top is. You know, we think about, maybe we think about that will satisfy. And even maybe, in the search for friendship and relationships, we think about relationships. Will those things bring us the deep satisfaction that we are looking for? And as most of us have probably discovered in life, these things of life, however good they are, and they are good in in, in the right context, in the right way, they are good. They don't last. And so they will never truly satisfy us. They just don't they just don't last. How about another example? Think about Christmas Day. That wasn't that long ago, was it? Christmas Day, who remembers Christmas? And uh, that time of year where we receive perhaps more gifts than any other time of year. We get lots of gifts. Um, here we go, we get a nice gift. What else do we do on Christmas Day? Well, we like to eat lots of nice food, don't we? So here's a Christmas pudding. Lot, lots, of, lots of good things and nice things that we like to do. And it's a day that we prepare for for months, weeks and weeks, sometimes months and months. And yet here we are in January. <laughs> the fizzle, the sparkle, the magic seems to have disappeared. We're in those January blues. The emptiness is still there within us. Did our presents satisfy? Did our presence last? I got, I don't know if I've told you this story before. Forgive me if I have. I had some Lego on Christmas Day. When I actually opened it and started to put it together, I also got a little light set to go with it. I just basically just didn't bother reading the instructions for the accompanying light set. By the end of the time that I was, yep, those had broken. They were gone. I've, I've, I've bust the lights. Day one. Do our presence last. Now, I'm looking for my microphone, and I don't know what I've done with it. Can anyone help me with my mic? Where's, where? Is it over there? Ah, thank you very much. So, what I'm wondering is, you know, what about us? Did, did our Christmas presents did they satisfy us? Did they last? Who got what for Christmas? Come on, tell us what you got for Christmas. Um, I got what was your favourite? Cre- a Barbie. And has that satisfied you yeah. completely? Yeah. So I no, still got it. so no presents at birthday time needed. No presents ne- next Christmas needed. No. No. Great. Okay, we're satisfied. Anyone else? Anyone else? What do we get? What do we get for Christmas, Kev? I got a hat. You got a hat. It does keep my head warm. And and are you satisfied? Um, Pretty much, yeah. Will it last? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm hair challenged. So if we come back in five, ten years' time, will Kev be wearing the same hat? Okay, let's see. What did you get?
0: Football tickets.
1: Football tickets. And have you have you been to the match? Yeah. And so did they satisfy you? Yeah. So no, you don't need any more football tickets ever again. I do? You do? Oh, maybe they didn't. Anyone else? Anyone else? A, a, a Christmas present they want to share? Something that, you know, has really helped them? Satisfaction?
0: I got a Rubik's Cube. A
1: Rubik's Cube. Can you do it? No. Okay, so, so we're not quite satisfied yet, but we're hoping we'll get there. What about here? Have we got any presents?
0: I'm just happy that Jesus still
1: came back to life. What a great answer! Happy that Jesus was, came and, and came back to life. Yeah. What about Christmas presents? Yes. Yeah. You, you got some a car wash. Car wash. A car wash. Yeah. For a toy car. Yeah. And, and are you satisfied with that? like it. Yeah. Great. And it's not broken. I said. It, and it's not broken. Isn't that brilliant. Yes. And, trucks too. And, and, and trucks too. Great. The problem is, just think about all these things. Or maybe if you're slightly older, think about the gifts when you had when some of the younger people there were just, were just telling us of their gifts. Do we still have them? Are they still around? Have they brought us satisfaction? We, we, we put, um, you know, our, we look for satisfaction in all sorts of different, uh, different ways. And Jesus would remind us uh, that is, as good as these gifts are, ultimately, they don't satisfy. The gifts, you know, they either break or we end up wanting more. Um, and they don't last or we lose them or they wear out. Um, the food, well, that doesn't last. I mean, even if you manage to get two, three, four, I know some of you got to multiple meals out of your turkey or your Christmas pudding. It's gone eventually, isn't it? It just... Doesn't last, and in the blink of an eye, it is all over for another year. So, Jesus would remind us that as good as all these things are, and they are good, they're good gifts, as good as they are in the right place, if ultimately we're looking for our deepest satisfaction in all these things, we're looking in the wrong place. Verse 27 of what Annabelle read says this. Do not work for food that spoils, that doesn't last, but for food that endures, endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man, in other words, Jesus, will give you. A couple more volunteers might make the the point. I need three volunteers who can read, okay? Three volunteers who can read. So one here. Uh, and and, and any others anyone uh, you only need to read about three or four words don't worry can I have two more volunteers uh, uh, we've had just in case come on yeah come on come come on right from the back yeah come up to the front that's great and one more volunteer who've we got come on I just need one more volunteer who's going to help I'm not going anywhere we're not going anywhere until we've got a volunteer folks (laughs) 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 one more one more well done Rupert, come on then, come on, right, so what I want you to do, I want you to uh, hold this, okay, and you can see there's some words on the back, aren't there, Rupert, if you come over this way, and can you see the words on the back of that one, yeah, and you're happy with those ones, and you can see the words on, on the back of that one, right, wait there, because I need the microphone again, if I haven't lost it again, so I want you to hold these, um, these pictures up high, and uh, when I give you the microphone, I want you to read out what is on um, on the back of them, okay? So hold them nice and high. Can you, can you still see what it says? Can you still read it? Yeah, okay, right. Away you go.
0: I am the pizza of life.
1: I am the pizza of life. Okay.
0: <laughs> I am the donut of life.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I am the ice cream of life.
1: I am the ice cream of life. Okay, very well done. Thank you very much. And I'm putting things down all over the place here. Um, (laughs) Okay, so there we go. We've got, I am the pizza of life. I mean, that sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? I am the donut of life, and I am the ice cream of life. Why didn't Jesus say this instead? That's my question. Why didn't Jesus say, I am the pizza, or I am the donut Partly, of course, those things weren't invented at that point, were they? <laughs> so there was no pizza or, or donuts or ice cream um, at that. But mainly Jesus didn't say that, because these things represent really tasty treats, yes, but those which, if we have too much of, are, aren't good for us. You know, it's hard to believe, isn't it? But you can actually live without pizza, donuts, and ice cream. It's possible, folks. It is possible to live without those without those things, but bread, that's a different matter. Thank you, guys. You can, you can sit down. Do have, a, do have a seat. You can just put those on the floor. That's great. Thank you very much. Thank you very much uh, for my helpers there, just reading those things out. You can live without those kind of things. But bread, bread is different. Bread represents the food that we need To stay alive. And Jesus says that He is the bread of life. Of life. In other words, without Him, without Him, we're dead, spiritually dead. Eternally dead, zero lasting satisfaction in this world and on into the next. And what's more, Jesus says he isn't just the bread of life, or he isn't just bread of life actually, he is the bread of life. In other words, he is the one and only bread that we need. I mean, you know what it's like, don't you, when you go into the supermarket and you stand there in the bread aisle and you go, what am I going to have? Am I going to have white or am I going to have brown? Am I going to have wholemeal or seeded or rye? Am I going to have French stick or tiger loaf? Am I going to have sourdough or olive bread? I mean, it's just dizzying, isn't it? There's so much choice. But it's not like that when it comes to our deepest satisfactions when it comes to, uh, to what it means to have bread spiritually Jesus says that he is the one and the only bread of life so let's wrap all this up if this is true if Jesus is the bread that will satisfy our, deeping lo- our deepest longings in this world and on into the next how should we respond? well Jesus tells us and shows us how to in these verses He says two very simple, yet very profound things. He says, come to me and believe. Come to me and believe. If you are looking for the true meaning of life, if you are looking for lasting satisfaction, then Jesus' words are for you. He says, whoever comes to me, whoever comes to me, Will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Now, believing here means more than just believing that Jesus was a chap who lived and died 2,000 years ago. He walked on this earth for a bit uh, and then he died. It means trusting in him, it means trusting that he was who he claimed to be the promised Savior King. Who alone can solve the problem of our sin and, and our selfishness and, and restore us into right relationship with God. And because of His resurrection from the dead, guarantees that we will be too. It means trusting Him. And it means coming to Him regularly. Coming to Him regularly. Because just like our body's hunger is, uh, is our, our physical hunger, the, the, the hunger of our bodies is satisfied by that daily need for bread. So too our spiritual hunger is satisfied by daily time with Jesus. Talking to him. Listening to him. Reading his word. Confessing our sin to him. Repenting. And then trying to live our lives in obedience to what he says. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. It's John 6, verse 35. And it's an amazing verse. What I want to do is just set a little bit of a challenge now for our younger ones and for our older ones too. Because as we go through these sayings, we're going to come up against these I am sayings of Jesus. And I'm going to challenge us to learn them. And then at the end of the year, or towards the end of the year when we're finished... I'm going to incentivize you and give a little reward to anyone who can come up and say the I am sayings chapter and verse, okay? There we go. I'm just laying the challenge down now at the start. I am the bread of life, Jesus says. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. John 6, verse 35. There we go. We'll try and help you through that as the months, months go on. Let me pray for us as we finish. Father, as we consider these simple yet very profound words of the Lord Jesus, please would you help us to take them to heart? Would you help each one of us look for our true satisfaction in you, the one true God? Help us to come to you and help us to believe. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.